What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. Um, I'm Johnny, your host, and uh, as you know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. But in this case here, there's no booze. We've got apple juice, coffee, and uh, we do have two dudes, and uh, we do have big news. We've got beast of the news, and uh, yes, this is episode 468, 468. If I only had a two at the beginning, it would be so much better. Two, four, six, eight. And um, we're here with the man, the myth, the legend, Bob Sapp. Bob, thank you very much for being here on the show. Thank you very much. Now, I've got to correct you. Oh, boy. It's Bob the Beast Sapp. (laughs) 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 Uh, My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bob, you started off in pro football, then pro wrestling, next off to Japan, where you fought your way up the ranks of K1 and Pride. From there, you broke into Hollywood and then to MMA. From the beast to the sumo killer, can you tell us your story? Yes, yes, well, you know. From the beginning. From the beginning. Well, four score, seven years ago, well, let's not go that far back. (laughs) Let's just go as far back as when I was at the University of Washington. Nice. I did. I was an offensive lineman, in which I won the Pac-10 Morris Trophy. One of the best offensive linemen in that conference at that time. Awesome. I was. I went off to become a third-round draft pick, number sixty-nine for Chicago Bears. Now nice. I don't know about you, but sixty-nine. Well, hey, that's the best position overall. That's a great number. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I went out to, to, to did, uh, I went and had my attempt at uh, what we would say, uh, well, my position in the NFL, it was known as ass back, mm-hmm. you know, so that meant I would go on the field and coach would say, Bob, bring your ass back. <laughs> 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 so, you know, after I had a cup of water or a couple, few cups of Gatorade, you know, I did find myself out of a job. I actually got injured out of the NFL. Um and I took a, a, a fight, a tough man fight, against my uh, high school idol, which is one of the reasons why, against my all-time idol. I wore number 72, and I had to fight a boxing fight, tough man fight, against William the Refrigerator Perry. Wow. <laughs> number 72. Can you imagine stepping in the ring and having to fight your idol for football in boxing. That's like me fighting you. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. I ended up winning. Um, and from there, after that, mm-hmm. uh, I actually was was picked up by uh, K1. And the reason is simple. I was in, while I was doing, I was, at that time, I went to, from the NFL, I went to WCW. WCW went bankrupt. I fought. William the Refrigerator Perry on the Tough Man Show. Those of you who know anything about the Tough Man Show, well, let's talk about it. That's where Butterbean, another great big-time fighter, got his start was in the Tough Man Show. So we both got our our starts in Tough Man. And then Japan saw the show. K1 people saw the show. Their staff and stuff, they went and and flew me into uh, Japan. And the rest is, as they say, history. I ended up uh, fighting... um, uh, Tamora, or I think his name, Yamamoto, I think his name is, uh, for my first fight. It Wait, was wasn't that Kenji Muta, the great Muta? No, this was, this is, um, that's for, for that. pro wrestling. So this is, we're talking about now fighting pride. Oh. So I was unable to get a job in the pro wrestling division. Mm-hmm. So they first brought me over here. I was going to be uh, Kancho Ishii, which was the owner of K1's bodyguard. 
Then as I was training for fighting, they took some time, they trained me, and my first fight was in, in Pride. And so I fought, I believe his name is, is Yamamoto, and I fought him, and I did win, and well, that first show was got about 10 million people. They replayed it. It got 30 million people on the second time around when they replayed it. So from there, they kind of knew that they had uh, uh, something special. And oof, it went like wildfire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. It was like right after I came here, like 2003, 2004, right? Yes, yes, yes. Two yeah, that's right. Correct. Because, I mean, you came here the same time I came here, 2002. And then your career really took off around there. Actually, I think it was 2002. Because I remember mm -hmm. watching uh, Pride and K1 on TV. At my, uh, my, I was doing this uh, host family kind of thing, whatever. But anyway, mm -hmm. watching you on TV. And then seeing like like cutouts of you everywhere. All over Shibuya, Shinjuku. And then the commercials. And then the variety shows and yes. stuff. And then the fights. I mean, you were all over TV for a good couple of years. Yes, yes. Uh, so um, we call that that's that Bob Sap mania at that time. So I was on um, every television channel, I think it was on Wednesday, from the time of eight, between 8 and 11 o'clock. I was mm -hmm. on every channel doing something all the time. And if, you, and if I was not on that television channel specifically, you were seeing all the commercials and things that, I, that was running. It was a great time. You know, I took K1 uh, at that time. That was a company. It was worth valued at $300,000. From that ran, they went from $300,000 to $300 million in eight months. Wow. That, that's what allowed me to grace the cover of Time Magazine. And of course, the Wall Street Journal. So that's mm -hmm. uh, what what they ended up uh, talking about when you hear about the the beast craze or the Bob Sapp craze. And that's after you won the IWJ. Was it the IWGP Heavyweight Championship? Right? Yes, I did. So yeah, I won the IWGP. Uh, uh, I how do you say it again? IW. IWGP. GP Championship. So mm -hmm. I did win that. That's a solid giant jade trophy. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. One of my best honors. Yeah, and you're like, I mean, since then, nobody has ever won that from the United States Correct. or, or from Europe. Yeah, foreigner. So you're like the only person that's done that. Yes, I'm the I'm the first foreigner, and so far now, currently the only foreigner that's ever done that in history. So that's impressive. That, that, that so that beats out Hulk Hogan, and even one of my all time favorites. I think everybody loves him, The Rock. No, so The he Rock. Was, he, yeah. he was unable to get that. So <laughs> those those guys. That's something that they're still aiming for. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. And tell me, what was it like to do all those TV shows? Oh, well, I've done over 4,000 television shows and 73 commercials and some 19-plus movies. So I can tell you that Oh, it's, I want to talk about amazing. the movies. Okay, it's, 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 it's quite amazing, you know, to do the commercials in the variety shows mm. because Japan is extremely innovative. So, yeah. you know, and there's, they do so many things and they can make things so creative and it's so great to sit back and to just take, like, I remember one time I, I, I had an entire suit made of Velcro and I had to run and jump on a trampoline and try to stick myself onto the bullseye, uh -huh. which was great. Everybody's like, hey, we love it. So I ran over there, I jumped, to stick myself to the bullseye, and it really stuck. But the thing is, is that the whole suit stuck to the Velcro. But as you can imagine, my body uh -huh. is in the suit, so that no stuck to the Velcro. So I literally sank into the Velcro suit, and it was up sticking up there, so you could no longer <laughs> see my head. It was a great, funny situation, and ah, oh, it was. 
those times that I've spent in Japan doing the variety shows, those are the highlights of my life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they, they looked like a lot of fun. Yes. I remember watching, turning on TV any time of the day and seeing you on TV, man. That was awesome. <laughs> they can be kind of dangerous. Like recently, I, I uh, well, I, I put a, a rope of, of a stake around my neck and actually did a pushing contest, almost a tug of war. Ah, it's no really a tug of war where I put a, like a, steak, plane, like of, a plane of meat Yeah, a plane of glass. So I put a, a plane of glass uh -huh. and I'm pushing this glass plate against a grizzly bear. And uh -huh. I have a string of meat around my neck. You gotta love Japan. And, you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'm pushing and we're going at it and, you know, I push a little bit hard and that bear was like, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. And he took his hand and ripped the, the, the glass plane off and decided to come after me. So, I, of course, uh, ran. Really yeah. Quickly. You know, <laughs> so, those may, of you that think the beast is, has no running ability, let me tell you, I was running real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that is great. Yeah, Japan, dude, I mean, when it comes to variety shows and TV shows, I mean, they, they really go balls to the wall. Yes. I mean, they, they just take it to the next level. It's crazy, yes. and it's so much fun, you know, especially the late-night stuff. I love that. <laughs> it's amazing. I oh, love it. Oh, man. So, okay, you wrestled in Korea, too, a little bit, right? Yes, I did. So, um, Korea is actually my second um, home. Uh, so, what we say is that basically, you know, where my where the majority of my fan base is, is here in Japan. Mm -hmm. And then the second of the largest fan base that I have is in Korea. Yeah, Korea's and, great. Yeah. Love Korea. So, you know, I love... So, so Korea is fantastic. And, and so, Korea, I, I go out there, I've done some pro wrestling. Quite mm -hmm. uh, recently, one of my great friends and one of the great legends of Korea, Lee Wong Pugh, he passed away. Oh, and sorry. so, that was when I did the, the fight against Orashu, the, the Egyptian sumo. Oh, yeah, Quite I saw recently. that, yeah. You saw, maybe you saw my ring guy mm -hmm. holding up a sign mm -hmm. of... This uh, Lee Won Pew, and that's who that is. So he, that I was representing uh, Korea on that, and giving my respects to a, mm -hmm. a great man, and cool. he, he was awesome. And so you know, everyone in Korea loved that, and they were thanking me so much. And it was a, it was a great thing. That's awesome. That yeah. was a good fight too. Yeah, well, yeah, that was that was an amazing fight. Now that one was what we we say. Uh, everyone kind of they love teasing me and saying, "Bob, you know, you were so out of gas on that. What was oh, going the third on?" Third one, yeah, third <laughs> round, yeah, dude, totally. I mean, at first, at first, I thought he was going to have you because he went in there strong and yes. you're blocking. Yes, but, but you're basically just wearing him out. Yes, you know? yes. And then in the second round, then you went in for the attack, and then in the third round, basically you beat him up and stuff. But then at the very end, you guys are like together as friends and yes. shit. That was that was very respectful. It was. It's awesome, you know. In in the great thing is, is for that year, that was a really, uh, you know, the beast is always international. I'm always globe trotting, so yeah. um, it's very difficult for many people in the United States to really have a grasp of what it means to be an international celebrity as opposed to what it is to be just a national celebrity. Mm -hmm. So they have no idea. So basically, I'm. So that's a part of the fact that I was going around Africa. So I, I've recently given um, some forty thousand uh, children clean water. Wow, that's in great. Yes, and so, and I, and I believe, you know, we'll be able to see some of that footage as that, but um, mm -hmm. I've given that, some of that water to, to those kids over there, and so that was a whole African theme, so I'm keeping everything was African, mm -hmm. so then I ended up fighting the guy, uh, and he was African. Mm -hmm. So, so he, he came from Egypt, so we were, we just kept the theme the same, mm -hmm. and it was a successful fight. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, sometimes I, I, when I am older, you know, 
I am 45, and sometimes everyone has a tendency to forget. So, but we're, we're about the same age. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> I mean, so. you're, you're old to fight. I'm old to podcast. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this shit. <laughs> so at at 45, I did step in there against a 27 year old who decided to come off and and give it up, and I ended up being victorious, and which was very, which was phenomenally great. Um, it was, however, did I, was I was definitely out of gas. I should have been in, in better shape, no matter what it is. However, when I'm busy going around the world delivering water filters and, and having fun with with children, mm-hmm. uh, my first priority is taking care of them and making sure that they have a great time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I and I was still victorious. So that's how we're gonna say that one. That's, you come in to win the fight. You can only win it, and that's as far as it goes. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. And can I talk to you a little bit about Mike Tyson? Yes. All right, yes, cool. Yes, I, was, yes. I was a little bit concerned about it. I was like, is that okay, Mr. Beast? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was up with that? Like, uh, So Mike Tyson, you were going to fight, or you, you're going to fight? or? Well, you know, we, <clears throat> the thing with, with Mike Tyson, and it was just... That was just an amazing situation. When we got in there, we announced that maybe we do this fight, and everyone was talking about it. It got tremendous hype, and and everybody was asking questions and great attention, and it generated a, a lot of a lot of attention, a lot of questions, and everyone wants to know what happened. Why did the fight no happen? Well, it's very simple. Unfortunately, you know, although Mike's already done his his time, you know, you do the crime, you do the time, or whatever it is. He's basically paid back his debt. Unfortunately, due to that, some there's some restraints that don't allow him to get into Japan still from that. Mm. So he was unable to go come into Japan due to that, um, and so that therefore that was unable to happen. Oh. So um, you know, as far as now and things like this, well, we'll just you know, I, I never throw anything off the table for mm. for anything. You know what I mean? So if if there's a way, and if he ever wanted to do that, I'm definitely open to do that. The beast is open. <laughs> I'm still ready for you. So so I'm ready. And um, whether that, that happens, who knows? But it, right now, it, it remains uh, something to be to be dreamt of. Okay, awesome. And, you know, I mean, well, well, how about this? I mean, you've done movies. You've done a lot of great movies. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike Tyson, he's done a lot of great movies and stuff. Why don't you guys do a movie together? You could call it, like, maybe, I don't know, like Beauty and the Beast yeah, or something. Well, how, well, yeah, well, oh, like he's Beauty, the Beauty and the Beast. Like he's the Beauty? Oh, my. Well, I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say who is what. I'm just saying that could it be, like, Beauty and the well, Beast. I don't know. You know I, or maybe I'm Beastmaster. Thinking, I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking something like, you know, like, like you remember that 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 show? And it was a great movie with with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Twins, twins, right? Yeah, I'm thinking something like that. That would be fantastic. Oh, I think that'd be great. Oh, that would be. Oh, would that no be the funniest thing you've ever seen? I mean, and he's he's in in and Mike's awesome. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. he he can he can definitely get it going. So I think that that's. I think I think let's do a movie like that, guys. Yeah, dude, let's totally do a movie like that. Yeah, if, as long as I could be in there somewhere. Like, I'll be like a waiter in a restaurant or something. Like, oh, uh, what would you guys like? Or something. You know, I'll do something small. Serve us some apple juice. Yeah, I'll serve some apple juice. You're drinking apple juice. I'm drinking coffee. And my, my lovely wife made us a bunch of sandwiches. Yes. God, we ate almost all. How many did we have? One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. We have seven left, yes. which means we, we had we 20 more. sandwiches. Yes. We're so, big guys. Yeah. Hey, we've, we've, we've eaten them up. We kill those sandwiches. Yes. Man, those are good. Your wife cooks very nice. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, she's great. 
Um, so, okay, and let's see here. Moving forward, yes. Mike Tyson. Okay, well, let's break into the movies. Yes. So, you did The Longest Yard. Yes. And how was it to work with Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and one of my favorite people in the world, Joey Diaz? Oh, man. Fun. There's tons of laughs and mm-hmm. everything. Joey Diaz is one of the funniest guys. And, and Joey's humor is pretty funny. So, what Joey does, he, he likes to kind of, he makes you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he makes you laugh. So I love it. Some comedians sometimes just automatically make you laugh. They're just straight funny. Joey will do it in a very sophisticated way. Mm-hmm. And he just, and, oh man, he just has you cracking up. I love so, Joey. So he, he had everyone cracking up on the set. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. And, you know, occasionally we always say hello mm-hmm. via the email and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. when we have a chance, we can kind of do things. Hey, he's still busy. So Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. That's awesome. And how was it working with Adam Sandler? I mean, is he kind of a goofball on the yes. set, or is he very professional, or is he a combination of the both? Or? He is a combination. He is a, he's a he is what you call your dream boss. Like everyone's gonna want to work with Adam Sandler. Or you, I want to work know, with Adam he is, Sandler. He's the funniest guy. Yeah. He's taking a little scooter and he's going in and off of the the set and all of this stuff. When he's in a scooter, like he's a Vespa little, or something. Yeah, no, or like a it's like a little. Oh, kickboard, a little kick scooter. <laughs> and and it's, I mean, the guy is awesome. And then he comes in, and he's so professional. He makes everybody laugh in the morning. And, he, and, and, and you know, sometimes when you go to work, it really feels like work. And that's that's when you don't feel like going, right? Tell me about but it. When when you're working with Adam Sandler, I'm, it's more like you're just you're volunteering your time to have fun. Yeah, it's, dude. A, it's it's a blast. But you know, you're working with these legends that are on the set in every you've got some of the best professional wrestlers and professional footballers mm-hmm. and music artists and things like that all mm-hmm. around you. It's gonna be a great time twenty four seven. Yeah, dude. Come on, that's fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean so, everybody there seemed like really cool people and stuff. Yes. I mean, how can you not have fun with Chris Rock when he's around? You that's know? right. And, and you know, and, and remember, you've always gotta remember you broke it in my nose. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, classic, classic. So you did that. You've done a lot of movies, and let's see, you did the big stand. You yes. did big. You did big in Japan with Ladybeard. We've had Ladybeard on the show a couple okay. of times. Yeah, so, he's body slammed me. <laughs> yeah. So I did. So that was. I was a part of a documentary that, and I, I never knew it was going to be named Big in Japan. But mm-hmm. I was. A, I was. A, I'm, I'm part of. A, I was a. Took place uh, with a documentary that actually ended up doing pretty good, and they just would like they wanted to show mm-hmm. that hey, Bob is a celebrity in Japan, and in what it's like for my life and to be an international celebrity. So it was a great documentary where it kind of showcases uh, how people are being international celebrities all over the world. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happens with me is a lot of people they write me, they email me. And they say, hey, you know, Bob, can you teach us how to be an international celebrity? Can you represent us? Can you show us? And so I, I have helped some people out. And that's one of the, the one of the people that I've helped out kind of bring to Japan, introduce them to some celebrities and let them get their things done. And mm-hmm. so that's a kind of a, a side consulting business that I run is, which is when people come in and they say, I want to be an international celebrity. Take me around the world. Show me what you have. Show me, you know, how to live international celebrity. Mm-hmm. Show me how to do it. And I, I let them know. You know, I have been to 155 countries. 155? Maybe it's a little more than that or a little under, but it's definitely way over that 150 mark. Jeez. Okay. Okay. And, well, and, so, and there's only 196, but if you include Taiwan, there's 195, but if you include Taiwan, that's 196. So one thing that I have found out and I've discovered, the, the ones that are left, 
Those are the ones you know want to go to, brother. You know want to go there. You know what I mean? Once yeah. you start getting to the higher numbers, the other ones, eh, you yeah. know what I mean? Those yeah, are a lot of war-torn, a lot of really bad criminal countries and stuff. You want to stay out of those. Okay, well, so, you've been to a lot of countries, yes. so you know what you're talking about. Yeah, let's, let's stay out of those. But I was one of the, uh, the last uh, Americans to go to North Korea. You went to North Korea? Yes, yes. How was that? Did the, did the pro wrestling in North Korea? It was pro fantastic. Pro wrestling in yes. North Korea. Please yeah. tell it us about everything. fantastic. Yeah? I went there with IGF uh, that was uh, at the time, IGF, which is Anoki Genome uh, Factor. So I went there. Closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. Oh, oh, Anoki <laughs> Genome Factor. Uh-oh, look out. I'm taking down the house. Don't worry about so, it. So Anoki Genome Factor, um, I ended up... Uh, going uh, with them and we did some pro wrestling out there and we visited the fans and we did some arm wrestling with the children and I gave out Bob Sap cookies and Bob Sap candies. Nice, nice. Uh, it was a blast. And you know, it's really something you really need to have what, what they say, the term is boots on the ground, which means you really have to go to this country and go to these countries to enjoy and to see. You're unable to just get someone's interpretation from the internet and you know, as we've seen, well, now as we've dealt with some of the things I'm dealing with, we'll touch on later about how it's really important to know uh, about what what is going on in the country, especially if you really want to get in depth and really uh, have some understanding. Mm -hmm. And so, so you know, you've heard a lot of crazy things about North Korea. You know, I mean, you hear that how bad it is and stuff like that. Let me tell you, when I went out there, the the history that that place has is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The, I mean, the palace. They go into the rooms in these in these in these palace rooms. They've got it can take you some more like ten years to see all the rooms, okay, and view all the gifts that are given to this family from all around the world. And wow. they're the most unique, beautiful gifts from everywhere, from all the heads of state, from all the top of the top guys. Did you get so, to meet Kim? So no, no, I was I was hoping to meet him. No, but we met but some of like at that time some of his other ones that are like almost like the second in command or the mm -hmm. lower beneath there the, those officials. So they showed us around because um, he was unable to, to meet us there. But he's uh, a busy guy. Yeah, but but I'll tell you what, some of those gifts, man. I mean, wow, there there was I remember seeing a clock from Africa, and. This clock was like solid gold and copper and ivory and oh, it was so beautiful. Wow. And then, oh, and then they had the, the other gifts that the presidents, then mm -hmm. the presidents, uh, like the the presidents of the United States, several of them that were giving them and some of the congressmen and stuff. Mm -hmm. So beautiful, so amazing, incredible. And I mean, these these things are because you know they have to be unique. You know, what do you give somebody that basically has everything? Mm -hmm. So you're giving them something that represents that country, and it's going to be so unique. So it's a one of a kind. Oh, when you see this stuff that they've given, I mean, I'm talking about different plate designs with with emeralds and gold and laced with all, all with all kind in the writing, perfect in the font and the setting, and it's 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 a museum to be treasured for well, sure. Well, that's awesome. I yeah. hope one day we all can check it out. Yeah, you know? it's it's it's, cool. it's definitely something. I mean, he he should really be showing more to to that because that will let you say like. It, it lets you really open up to say, oh, wow, that's incredible. I mean, mm -hmm. they've, they've even got some, some parts in there where they've taken like half of a plane and put it all around the, a glass enclosure so you can actually see and it tells a story around it. And mm -hmm. I mean, uh, this stuff, oh, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's, a, it's, a, it's amazing. <laughs> and, it, and it's something that you're, you think you're like, man, he's talking about North Korea? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. And it's, it's that incredible. What can I say? It's incredible. How is wrestling you know? there? Oh, man. The fans were fantastic. Uh huh. 
And, you know, and, and, and no, say it, because I know what you're getting ready to say. Okay, come on, Bobby, you had a captive audience. Okay, no, 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 say it. <laughs> not going to say it. Not going to say you're bigger than me. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, we, the, 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 the audience was great. The fans was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we went there, we, we, we were in, a, in like a stadium, and then they kind of raised the seats up around here like this so they, were, they don't have the like actual whole wrestling kind of arena stuff so we had to actually set that up and do it mm -hmm. but the fans were fantastic I mean they all were screaming and cheering and, and loving life and I mean in, in it's 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 something really really quite amazing that's cool you've done so much in your life you've done you've done acting you've done movies you've done uh, all sorts of good things for people all over the world. You, you of course, you, you've fought in tons of different kinds of battle sports and stuff. Which do you prefer at this stage in your life? I mean, do you want to go back into acting, or do you want to do? Do you want to be a coach, or do you want to go back to football, or <laughs> what, what are you thinking so, about for the so, future? So, in the future, yes, obviously. Um, the question is, is, is one, do I, do I still fight? Well, um. I'm what we say is semi-retired, which basically means if the green is right, then the beasts show up mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but other than that, no, I'm no jumping into the ring and doing all of the, the things that I used to do. I do still get tons and tons of offers, okay? Mm -hmm. I have another five or six. I usually get about five or six offers for fighting all around the world mm -hmm. all the time. And, 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 and why do, why have I basically stopped doing that? Well, it's pretty easy. Um I have some new projects that I'm doing that are really fantastic. Dude, okay. awesome. Tell us about it. So, well, one of the projects that I'm doing is a, I enjoy eating bugs. What? Yes. I eat crickets. <laughs> I, I eat crickets. <laughs> well, well, mealworms. Faders, faders, and people of the world. Um, he lives in Thailand. <laughs> Did you pick this up in Thailand? Yes. I Yes. I, yes. I love. So when I, when I go out there to go to Thailand, I love to eat the insects. All right, all right, all right. The, the, we we got to take a break for a second. Yes. All right, I, I got to make sure this is recording because I need to get this. All right. Yes. All right, just give us a second, Faders. Enjoy the commercial. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com 
www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. And we're back. Okay, Thailand bugs Go take, okay. take the ball and go. So what you're so one of the best dishes that I've that I've that I've I've made I've made sausage smoked sausage flavor crickets. They're the best, and I just, just kind of when I make them up, I kind of fry them up and put some of the smoked seasoning on there and some of the Cajun pepper, and I just take it and down them up. Oh man, it's fantastic! Crickets, fantastic. it's crickets. I do it with mealworms, crickets, scorpions. Oh. Um, I mean, you you name it, the bug, and I am eating it. Fly. Okay, flies, soldier flies are pretty good. Cockroach, cockroaches, absolutely. Oh shit! So, uh, but and, 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 and you know, and let me tell you, so there's gonna be we're we're working on it so you're gonna see some more big news regarding me and bugs Ugh. coming all the way through so once once we're done I'm gonna come back through I'm gonna put you on the bug show and I'm like you're gonna eat some of the cockroaches I'll do it, I'll do it I'll okay. do anything for a dollar <laughs> like Robocop I'll buy that for a dollar <laughs> or a bot this is gonna have to be a bot I'll do that a bug for a dollar I don't know but a bot a bot yeah a bot that's a, a, the, the currency of, of uh, oh bot I, oh okay I thought I'll do that for a bot I'll do that for a bot and a buck <laughs> oh man so okay how did you get involved in like eating bugs where you had a restaurant you're like what's this and it actually came when I was I, I used to go to China quite a bit and mm-hmm. China they eat insects all the time and so I you know I am someone that has been dealing with Asia and Asia culture for so long mm-hmm. you know so when I go to these countries I I just I know that they're eating and I know that they're alive and so I'm like listen if you can live and eat it I can live and eat it let me go through and, and eat what you guys are eating and that's where I started developing. And at that time, I was eating uh, bees and wasps and bumblebees. Whoa. So big bees. And, and I just was so happy because I was like, okay, I remember when I was like 13 years old on my bike. And this one stung me in my neck. I'm about to... Um, payback. Yeah, you're going to payback, Jack. Oh, man. So I was, oh, man. So that's, <laughs> I, that's what I was doing. So I ended up getting I, I just started to fall in love with the whole idea of wow. eating bugs and and how bug cuisine works and it's it's now that hobby has now grown into something to a, a passion that passion has grown into a hobby the hobby into a passion and the next thing you know I'm actually 
getting ready for some really good news of endorsing bug products and teaching people on bug products and bug proteins. And, and I'm, I'm working with an expert named uh, Clayton Wong from Living Farms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to see some fantastic stuff. I mean, the, the guy's great. And, and I'm in, and when I stay and I go around Thailand, are you kidding me? That's the best bug cuisine in the world. They're wow. famous for that. So I'm, I think that Thailand's number one for bug cuisine, and number two is going to be China. So number you know, three, number three, Japan. Let's go, Japan. Uh, the bugs over here, they're okay. They're 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 they're, they're probably in that third or fourth. They're almost tied with the United States. Mm-hmm. But and I'm not tried any insects yet in in the UK, but I will, and I'll be going around the world and showing everybody about how they do it all around the world, including Africa, showing everybody how they dine and eat these these bugs. And I'm going to tell you. First thing you hear when you think about eating bugs, you think gross. You know what I mean? Because you see it and you're like, ain't no way I'm putting anything like that in my mouth. Have you seen the cockroaches in Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. They're big and they're mean. They bite. (laughs) (laughs) So I can tell you that cockroach will look really great Uh on a plate. So I would just cut, I would would just fry, first I'd freeze him. Uh And once he's, he's frozen, he's thawed out, I'm going to cook him up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Saw him up, just saute him up just a little bit and open the abdomen. Yeah. Take the meat out itself and put the meat down and cook that Whoa. meat up. And it's going to be that meat for the cockroach. Uh-huh. At that time, it's going to taste, that consistency is going to be like your ground beef. So think of it as ground shrimp, actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, shrimps, shrimp. are, shrimps, shrimps are bugs, right? Yes, and, and ground it up. Mm-hmm. That's what your that meat's gonna taste like. Shrimp. Yes. I'm down with shrimp. You know, I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah, well, I'll do it. Yeah, you know, I'll do it. I'll be you know, in, 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 you know, and you just you'll wow, you'll just be totally taken away. So that's the taste. Now these insects actually assume the taste mm-hmm. of what you're you're cooking them in. So when when you're cooking sausage, the insects taste like sausage. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you're not gonna be able to taste the difference. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, I a now, lot of people. What's in sausage anyway? The, the, like lips and assholes, you, right? Pretty much, man. You know what I mean? Shoot. Dan Aykroyd, dun dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> so so I can tell you that uh, one thing that I always found funny is people always say, you know, how can you eat bugs? That's so gross, so nasty. And I said, listen, it's no more nasty than you guys eating Twinkies, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you know, the thing is, is that if it tastes good, you're going to eat it, mm-hmm. okay, and it tastes good, Twinkies taste good, okay, I don't care what nobody say, Twinkies taste great, I'm sorry, Twinkies, McDonald's, all that stuff, it tastes good, okay, so I don't, I don't I'm, it, it may not be healthy for you, mm-hmm. but it does taste good, I, Twinkies I'm, and coffee, I'm not going to lie, the stuff is fantastic, mm-hmm. so, so I've got it then, I've then to get, to get more health conscious, mm-hmm. and of course, um, to enjoy what I to enjoy what I'm doing, I mm-hmm. do like to eat bugs. In the fact that that's one thing that I love it mm-hmm. love about it is the fact that you look at it and you say, "There's no way this can be tasty." Wait, what am I eating again? This is tasting great, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, though, like when it's cooked and stuff, it yes. doesn't look like the bug. But so, so you get the before and the after. When you see the before, you're just like, oh no, right. But then when you get the after and it looks like sausage, it smells like sausage, it tastes like sausage. Yeah. But it's actually healthier. Aren't the bugs like super healthy? They're yes. full of protein and minerals, right? Yes, that's right. Full of protein um, and full of minerals. Mm-hmm. And one of the the best thing about uh, eating insects is, you know, it's you can get all that protein at a very very much cheaper price. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is one thing is that for my goal is to right now you you've seen these 
plant-based products on these alternative protein source so, products. Right, yeah. Okay. And so yeah, and, and so in, in some they're doing pretty good with those things. Okay. If you've ever even eaten uh, a vegetarian burger, like when I was growing up, you eat a vegetarian burger, I mean I'm pretty sure you'd be bouncing out and you pull out a twig, you know what I mean? Nuts and twigs. It was pretty <laughs> gross. Yeah. Okay. But now they've really dialed this stuff into where it tastes exactly like beef. It's very tasty. Dude, or it tastes like chicken. I had vegan sashimi in Amsterdam. How was it? No, actually, not too bad. I mean, it was different. It was mm-hmm. different. It was a little bit more rubbery, but it wasn't that bad. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the stuff that I'm talking about. How, how it the tastes. The technology, right? Yeah, how technology, mm-hmm. how it tastes. Because back in the day, when I was growing up, your sashimi is going to be a lettuce, and maybe they're going to put three twigs with it, and maybe to put the Danish on it, they're going to use a, a cherry mm-hmm. and tell you to eat it. And I mean, that, that's, that, was, that was the extent of it. Now these things are totally different. Mm-hmm. So when they have this, they have an all-vegan restaurant. I want to go to this mm-hmm. one. I was reading online about this lady who had opened up this all-vegan restaurant, and the chicken... Uh, is amazing. They're like, this is the chicken barbecue, and they're opening it up, and like it's really chicken. looks yeah, vegan chicken yeah. barbecue, and it's and it's fantastic. And they were talking about that, so I was really impressed. I want to go to that restaurant. I want to engage. I want to taste that restaurant. Mm-hmm. I want to eat it, no problem. But I'm gonna tell you, in Japan, mm-hmm. they're getting ready to open up a cricket restaurant. They're gonna open a cricket. Now wait, can vegans and vegetarians eat bugs because they're you know, not animals? You know, I would think wait, so. They are but animals. I, what kind of animals? You know, are there's are something. They 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 have a they're a life form, but just like plants are a life form. However, I'm going to say for me because I'm I'm I, I just like to eat mm-hmm. what's tasty. Yeah. So I'm no I'm no necessarily a, a, a strict vegan. I'm no necessarily a meat eater or all insect mm-hmm. eater. Mm-hmm. I just primarily what I do in in the stage of my life right now is I consume. Fruits, vegetables, and insects. Fruits, vegetables, and insects. Yes. Fruits, vegetables, insects. That's kind of like a hybrid vegetarian. Yeah. That's I like guess. a like a like a beast. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Oh man, that's interesting. So that's your new thing right now. Yes, yes, that awesome. is that is one of the the my latest in in, in most fun uh, projects that I'm doing, which is the bug protein in bug restaurants. Okay, well, that definitely that definitely takes off three questions regarding diet and workout. What about okay? You've entered you've entered countless rings. What is the best theme song when entering the ring? You know, I love my theme song, 2010 Space Odyssey. Dun, I really dun 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 dun, yeah. dun dun. And the reason why is because when you're doing things, when you're doing international, it's very important that you that you can portray yourself. With, with music so everyone can understand. Mm-hmm. A lot of these fighters and wrestlers, they'll come out with rap music, and it sounds great. Listen, I love hip-hop, I love rap and all mm-hmm. of that. So the thing is, they're going so fast, and these people around them, they, they're not able to get to understand the theme that you really want to go with. Mm-hmm. So you have to... Right, right. Yeah. right. So, I mean, like they like... They love 50 Cent here, okay, in Japan. They love him, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they But... If you ask them what their his their lyrics mean, his lyrics mean they have no idea. Okay, so I mean, so but if so, if you really want to get something to come across, if you want to show showcase, you, you've got to pick something that can be instrumental so that they can understand that, that and that can be universal. Mm-hmm. That's a universal language. Music is a universal language, so yeah. you've got to speak universally through music, and therefore the the all the the lyrics and stuff you got to get rid of that because mm-hmm. they're, they're they don't understand that you're not going to be able to use that everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's why I pick something without that. I was taught uh, how to do this 
entertainment model mm-hmm. from WCW, so I do have training in that. Mm-hmm. So this is one of that's one of the things that they that they had had talked to to me about mm-hmm. and how to pick a, how to pick your music and why you do the things you do. Wow! So there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Yes, a lot, oh. yes. You're this. This is nothing that you're able to just. Uh, Say because you like it, you're gonna go out there and do it. That's that's a that's like a, maybe, and some people get successful at it, but that's only because they pick something that mm. everyone likes, so they've I actually get the done, tiger, done it. Correct, you know, you know something. Right, so they they they've done that. So so like some a lot of fighters come out to that uh, Rocky theme, Eye of the Tiger. They yeah. come out to that, okay, and so so because everyone does it and they know that there goes into fighting, then they say okay. They say, okay, we can relate to fighting because we know the movie, and then we've seen this, and that's where they do that relation. But if you ask them to, to what does the eye of tiger mean? What does that do? There's nobody that's going to be able to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're, they're not going to be able to tell you. They're just going to say, oh, that's Rocky, so that means it has to do something with fighting, which is boxing. That's as far as it goes. Okay. So you've got to be able to 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 know if, if you want to do create your own brand. Like, mm-hmm. I've created the Beast brand. If you've got to create your own brand, you have got to learn and know how to do that. I have training in that. So that's one of the things that I do now on my side jobs mm-hmm. is consulting. I train and teach people how. Hmm to do that and why they do that the psychology of colors and how you portray yourself how you like to speak and each one is different you know I'm on your show over here we're kicking back and drinking apple juice and enjoying I got coffee there you have it so so you know if if I was on a different show maybe I'm going to speak a little bit deeper and I'm going to sit back well this is got fit in Japan talk a little bit yes and we're going to say instead of got traded in Japan we're going to say we're coming internationally from Tokyo, and this is acquiring intoxication in Japan. So that see, so that, that's how we're gonna. That's how I. So it just depends on your genre and how you like to to, 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 to say it out there. And that's what a lot of people forget, and they start getting mixed up, mm. and it can. It can kind of get you, you know, get you in some trouble sometimes. But you know, and, and, and so that's one of the things that that really is quite important um, for people to kind of understand that. Listen, you you want to have a image. You want to portray something that's going very well. You want to be able to to do something great. It mm-hmm. is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Fighting is entertainment, mm-hmm. and I think that um, it's proven. Um, I, I I enjoy. Uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, you know? Joe, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy his podcast and and I think one of the things that a lot of people kind of kind of know really understand is that I, I he is a big he is a big example of how fighting is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Okay? And a lot of these fighters, they they these the, these wannabe journalists or or wannabe reporters, they want to report on fighting as if it is a sport. Mm-hmm. It's no sport, mm-hmm. okay? Joe Rogan is on his podcast, and he's very vocal about the different psych- psychedelics he uses and the different intoxicants he uses, mm-hmm. okay? He's very up, and he's on there. I mean, you can see his cover of his, his, his photo. He's up there with the, the hemp leaf on there, okay? So, yeah. th- and that's, that's great for Joe, but what I'm telling you is, is... If that was a college coach, if that was an Olympic official, if that was a high school coach, which are all sports, are they able to do something like that? No. Right? Well, Could an Olympic <laughs> official be doing that? Oh, Olympic official? No. Definitely. Okay. Could a college coach be doing that? Well, I guess it depends on the state. Maybe uh, in do Oregon. You can a college, do, you, do you think, a, have you ever seen a college coach doing that? 
Not yet, but there's always a first. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> and he'll be the he'll be the first to do it, and the last as he gets his ass kicked out of the job. In this so, day and age, who knows? So, so, so you're no, so you're unable to do, and, that, and, and if you want to say, well, why is that? Well, mm-hmm. it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Those sports have a, a set of rules, regulations, and universal statistics mm-hmm. in a governing body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those sports, the the person who has to set the example is often the leader, that leader of the sport or that coach. Mm-hmm. So that coach is no going to be able to drug test his athletes mm-hmm. and they get popped for something and he'd be able to do it mm-hmm. because he happens to know but he's in charge of them but he's in the part of the same organization but yet he's no going to follow the rules that the organization upon which he puts puts down that's no going to he's happen. He's got to set an example. Right. right? So he's so they're no going to do that. Yeah. That's what a true sport does and that's what a sport you're unable to do those things, okay? So mm-hmm. that's just that's why you don't see those things happening. Mm-hmm. And I've played college football, and as you know, I've, I was in the NFL for a bit, and and I've done uh, various sports. And you can t- you can even look at everybody from all your tennis greats and all of these kind of things, and, mm-hmm. and any sport. And you're no good in there. You're never going to see them doing those type of things. Maybe now, once they're out, you may see somebody engaging in, in particular all of those type of things. Well, if they do, they get busted. Well, so, but so, how are you going to be able to? be a, a great announcer of something, of a, of, of a sport, and mm-hmm. not no get in trouble for doing the same, and have your athletes get in trouble for following you mm-hmm. as an example. That's no going to work. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you the sheer entertainment of it. That's what everyone's enjoying, the entertainment. They've got to understand and see that as the entertainment. And then, mm-hmm. take a breath. It's yeah. okay. He's no breaking any laws. He's cool. Y'all are cool. It's entertainment. But no, just understand the category upon what you want to fall under. Okay, awesome. All right. Do you think the battle sports in Japan have changed since 2002 to like present day because of the Olympics? Yes. The combat sports in Japan has definitely changed. Um, it's, it's, it's now there, when, when I was fighting in pride in 2002, they had some <laughs> sincere, that's the tough ones, guys. That's the real hardcore stuff. I mean, you yeah. know, you've seen my fight when I picked Nogueira up and slammed him completely on his head. Yep. Okay. You're, you're unable to start doing those type of things in, in now in, in stuff like you're toned down now. Yeah. yeah. It's toned down for uh, sure. What about, so, yeah. Oh, please. What about, have you seen any of the uh, wrestling, pro wrestling deathmatch battles? In Japan? Yeah, the ones in, uh, was it Shinkita, down south, whatever, by Shinagawa. They got the underground, like, uh, matches where people are hitting each other with bobbed wired yes. bats and Negan bats and, uh, was it the, the, the fluorescent tubes and yes, stuff? Yes, yes, I, I, I engaged in a couple of those. Did you really? I saw one where there's just blood all over the mat. Yes. And it, I was just like, oh, my God. And people were coming out looking like Freddy Krueger. That's right. skin was so, like, messed up or whatever, you know? I mean, it was exciting. It was interesting. I mean, it was thrilling to be. I mean, there was, like, glass and shit mm-hmm. all over the mat and on the floor. I mean, the people in the front row get these uh, garbage bags to put on them so they don't get blood and glass sprayed on them and yes, stuff, you Yes, know? yes, yes, yes. I mean... It is. It is. It's thrilling. It's absolutely fantastic. If you come to Japan, you got to check out uh, the, these these matches, these death matches. You did this. Yes, I've done it. And you know, and and this guy had a bobbed wire. So what we would do is we would we we would wrestle, uh-huh. and then as the wrestle would get ready, we would get this big bobbed wire. Whoever would basically take a bump. So he he hit me. I'd fall down, and he'd have to come and push. As I got ready, he'd get ready to hit me with a 
bobbed bat that even had some explosive dynamite. Now, this sometimes it would explode before he even would hit mm -hmm. somebody. And so a lot of the wrestlers have lost fingers and this kind of stuff. So this is real. This oh, is yeah. well, we, we pro wrestling. A lot of people say, well, that's that's fake. No, it's it's real. It's just real dangerous. Yeah. Okay, and that's one of the things. So over here, it's real dangerous. And he came up and he got ready to hit me with that. And, dun, 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 and I was able to push the button. And that's the kind of the the tense, the intensity, because it's like you know everybody knows my cardio always needs work. So when I'm getting ready to do, and I'm running out of gas, and they see I'm getting tired, that thing's getting ready, and you got to start moving pretty soon. You know you're gonna get blasted. So I ended yeah. up, you know, I got saved by you know some of the my other members and stuff like that of the wrestling audience but you know wow. it got so he ended up getting hit with that bat and when he got hit in that explosive bat and all of those ooh he got him Chunks the whole his. thing was no cutting but it burned him really uh, I mean it, it took a few layers of skin off when he, and I was like I'm so glad that was not me. Yes, yes, yes. The bullets. Yes, you know. And so and then they they I've seen them when they've taken some giant uh firecrackers and they've all shot him at the guy, you yeah. know, in the corner. And they do you know, crazy shit. It's, 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 it's incredible, man. So, I mean, really, those are the things that, see, in America, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're not going to get that. Those guys are so litigious and you have nah, so, nah, so nah, many nah, 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 nah. boards up there, you know, up there. Derriere, posterior area that they've got, they're too, so uptight. You know, mm -hmm. us Americans, we're not going to be able to do something like that. You know, no way, no. Yeah. And um, that makes us a nobody. I want to be a somebody, and I want to say that everything that we do in America is so great, and everything else is just comes to the side. Well, that's, I'll tell that's, you that's one thing you're never going to see somebody get choked down with barbed wire, you know, in the States. That's States, right. Where there's actually blood coming down, where you're like, is he going to lose his head? <laughs> is, this, is this guy going to lose his head? Yes. <laughs> Dude, I saw that. I was yes. like, wait a second, that 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 hurts. Yes, I mean, and these guys put their heart and soul in, you know, in blood, sweat, and tears into their work, and you really see <laughs> literally. The so what that so, you know, that goes to tell you about the fans. Mm -hmm. Okay, you've got the best fans you you can ever have here in Japan because mm -hmm. it's no about winning or or losing the fight. It's about you getting in the in the ring and doing the engagement. Mm -hmm. They actually know. They actually follow your career. So like now, they're happy. No, one thing, especially around the world, they're just mm -hmm. happy to see me in the ring to do something because that's mm -hmm. the way that they pay their respects to me. Mm -hmm. Come mm -hmm. on in. Hey, you can lose 10 seconds, 3 seconds, 5 seconds. It's okay. Win 2 seconds, 5 seconds, whatever. It's okay. We're just happy that you showed up over here and you're giving our country some respect and giving that things. And see, in America, they have a hard time figuring that out. Mm -hmm. They have a hard time, really, they have a hard time saying... Why? Why do you still respect somebody that does that? And they're like, um, because of all the stuff he's done in his past. Why do you just abandon somebody when they're getting older or they're going through tough times? We adopt this guy. This guy is a part of our family. We take him in. You guys don't need him. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm actually from America. Mm -hmm. But you know why I'm famous? I'm famous for being famous in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's, is, is that now. amazing? Is that amazing? No, globally now. I mean, yes, yes. Around but, the world, yes. But yes. let's be honest. I mean, you've done a lot of things everywhere. I mean, yes. you've done a lot of things. I mean, you broke it. How did you break into Hollywood? How did yeah. that happen? Because <laughs> you were in Japan for like 10 years, yes. and all of a sudden you're like in a movie. It's like, what, well, Bob Saps? I remember when you were in Japanese movies, and that wasn't mm -hmm. that surprising because, I mean, you're everywhere. Because when I was walking in Shibuya Station, I saw these posters for your movie. You're like this... Um, you were like a samurai or something? Yes. Or a barbarian? I don't know. But then when I found out that you were doing movies in Hollywood, I was like, holy shit, how did that happen? Yes, so well, they saw Japan, 
in, in Hollywood is one of the people that track the kind of the popularity. And as you've seen, just like the big in Japan, some people who are, who are aware, they, they really know. Mm-hmm. So they, they come back through and they, they track it. So Adam Sandler was somebody that was tracking it. Jennifer Garner. When Adam I did the Sandler movie, and, found and, you. Yes. And, and, wow. And, and, and Jennifer Garner. Jennifer, from, okay, from when I did Electra, mm-hmm. so the movies I started off and did in America mm-hmm. that have done very well have been Electra, with Electra Jennifer yeah. Garner, the remake of The Law Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds. That was the third one, right? That was that was the the, the remake. I think that was the, yeah, the maybe might be right? the third remake. Yeah. Um, then of course I did the remake of Conan the Barbarian uh, with yeah. J- Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. So those movies. There have great followings. The Longest Yard was the number one movie in the world in 2006. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have the number one televised fight in the history of fighting in the world. And that was in Japan. Mm-hmm. That's December 31st when I fought Akebono. Mm-hmm. They had over 54 million people tune in to watch me on their television. Mm-hmm. So there is, and, and so you've got to understand that that number is such a huge number. Mm-hmm. That there is no way that now with social media and these things keep getting going, going back around in the movies and all that stuff, my name stays out there and stays solidified. Sometimes that can help me. Sometimes it can hurt me. Mm. Like when it comes down to people impersonating me and stuff, it hurts. So one thing we got to make sure we are going to give my complete real Instagram out here on this show, Onigaishimasu, so that then people got, can actually see that Dude, one. I completely relate to you. I've got people that impersonate me, so. <laughs> yes. they, they impersonate my artwork, not my podcast. <laughs> do you know how much that sucks? <laughs> yes, you, let me tell you. <laughs> no, you, I think you do know how much it sucks. You work so hard yes. creating artwork, creating like your, your style, creating, and it's, it takes a lifetime, and then all of a sudden somebody in Canada or somebody in Bangladesh copies like your name. They're like, yeah, the, the spilled ink official. You're like, what? Exactly. You, let me tell you this. Official. Yes. And let me tell you what's funny though. I everything. If, if, if someone's, if even if they have, can you? Do you know what is passing for these guys to say the uh, verification for identity? They're doing Facebook. This person has a Facebook says it's Bob Sapp, so therefore it's Bob Sapp. Yeah. I got an email that says it's someone from Bob Sapp, therefore it's Bob Sapp. No one ever talks to me mm-hmm. about anything. It's mm-hmm. it's quite amazing. And I'm just like, until my friends say, hey, you know, how come you know you respond to me on Instagram? I'm like, because I don't have an Instagram. And they're like, yeah, you do. I said, show me. And then they show me, dude, there's so many Bob Saps on Instagram. Yeah. I said, oh my gosh, man, you guys, this is crazy. You Do you know just the popularity of what go, is going on? Just if you look through YouTube, Different people have millions and millions of views just of my fights alone, and they're reconstructing them, and they're doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Quite recently, we've seen the Ernesto Hoos fight mm-hmm. on Fight Yard and Facebook. It's at ninety-two point three million views. <laughs> that's a lot of views. Okay, it's crazy. So the stuff that's going on now mm-hmm. is. It's just remarkable. So I do have to, now I am engaging more in the social media. Mm-hmm. I am getting ready to get back through it because it just, it started to be, you know, it's just started to be a problem. The fact that I was no longer on it and the fans would just make stuff up. Then they started making news up about me. Shit, it ain't even me. They started making it up. So no. now I'm, I'm, I'm into control with this stuff. So, so mm-hmm. it's, it's some, it's, it's, it's working, but you know, can you believe I've, I'm unable to get a blue verification chip on Instagram because I don't have enough followers yet. 
<laughs> what? Because but, all the people, I was like, if you combine all the people that are pretending to be me, I have more than enough followers to have a blue chip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're just, you know, because it's a robot, I guess it's coming back and forth. Mm-hmm. So if anyone, when I get my real Instagram, you guys f- feel free to private message me and help me out and say, listen, this is really him. It's really him. Yes. Hey, feels like you. It's you. <laughs> That's right. So what is your real Instagram? So the real Instagram, and let me let me take a moment because I want to make sure that I say that one correctly because mm-hmm. I believe it says Bob Sap Official. So let me look over here to make sure that I'm giving it to you correctly. So the real one is Bob Sap Official. That's correct. And I, see, I don't, I don't even know how to get my, how do I go through here and show what my, um, my, uh, so you're, you, I mean, the blind is leading the blind right yes, now. Okay, yes, so yes. Let's, let's see, see how we do this right one. here. Yeah, B O B S A P P O F F I C I A L. Yeah, so I'm going to send this link to you so that then when they do this, you're going to have this and you can show everybody this is him and it's going to be cleaned up. We're getting, we're working on it, folks. We're working on it. It's a work in progress because mm-hmm. you know I'm, I am a one of these guys that. You know, I'm just now getting back in. I was actually doing more charity work and things like this and dealing with children and stuff. So I've never really had the time to do uh, any of the social media and the Facebooks and the YouTube channels that I did. I dabbled in it a little bit, but my time would always be taken up by doing stuff. Internationally, you really don't nearly have the time. The work schedule, as you know, in Japan is amazing. It's crazy. Yeah, and, 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 and there's no way Americans can, can relate to that. They're, 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 we need like 40-hour work week in eight hours, you know? And they don't know. Listen, in Japan, mm-hmm. you work, that's 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That's 24-7 you're doing that. You know, they don't know that you have to do that 24-7. You're on 24-7. I work seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, yes. If I'm not doing this, I'm doing something. I'm doing my artwork. There's always something going on. Yes. How, nope. about the, how about the meet and greets and the parties when you've got to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I, they come I, see I don't do, <laughs> look, you. Know? I did that last night. I, last night, I, I was interviewed for a magazine kind of thing. And, yes. um Yeah, I mean, I was not up at 2 o'clock, but I finished at 2 o'clock. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it was at a bar. Yes, man, amazing, right? And mm-hmm. that's exactly right. So you know, my day consists of what I'll have to do when I do my meeting days, and, and I just had some. And this week has been some of the best meeting days ever. Cool. I'll tell cool. you about like it today. But yes, yeah, so, so let me tell you. When I sit down, I just I go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I'll say I'll be here all day. And they say yes, yes, Mr. Sapp, we know. And I say okay. So they say okay. So what page of the menu do you want to start with? Because what I'll do is I'll start with page one of the menu. Mm. The first menu you come in, they'll order everything on page one. Mm-hmm. The next one person comes in, they'll order everything on page two. Mm-hmm. And page three, page four. And sometimes I'll go to the same menu five times. I'll stay in one restaurant, have meetings after meetings after meetings after meetings after meetings after meetings, after meetings all the way. I'll go through a, an entire menu on everything three or four times. Dude, you know my friend Dave, <laughs> Soul Food House. Yes, I do. Dude, yes. I've done a couple of podcasts there. I've interviewed Dave. Dave's been a... Dude, the guy's a sweetheart. Yes. He's been on the show yes. numerous times. Loved Dave, dude. So have you done meeting greets at his place? Yes, I have. And Dave, Soul Food House, and, 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 Yes, and you're going to see more mm. about a special collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 
between a soul mm. food house and, and, and some of these cooking of bugs. Awesome. Oh, no. Does Steve know about this? You're, yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to see some of these things. So you're going to see some. And I don't okay. want to talk, but but it's it's great. We do have extreme interest from a lot of uh, big uh, network televisions and things like that. So uh-huh. so so we're talking about something that, right. that that's really good stuff. So we're having some fun. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Dave. Good luck. <laughs> uh, I got it. I got another question. Okay. Yes. If you could fight anyone at any time period, alive or dead, who would you fight? I fight Buck Rogers. Okay, there you go, Buck Rogers. You know, I am going to have to. I would love to get into the ring either versus. I would love to go against Muhammad Ali. If that, you know, oh. that would be fantastic. Wow. And, and, and then and somebody that is alive today, of course, I still say I want the dream match versus Mike Tyson. And if I, and if we had to go all the way back down, I am a big Hulk fan. I love the Hulk the whole time. Mm-hmm. Lou Ferrigno, he still looks great and he can get it done. Come on, Lou. Let's go, Lou. <laughs> Let's go, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that, that basically answered almost all my questions. Oh, yes. one more. Um. When you were a pro wrestling, when you were wrestling for NWA, did you meet Billy Corgan? Billy Corgan, I believe I did meet him. I just, you know, I've met so many people. I, I'm unable to say exactly when mm. doing that stuff. Oh yeah, dude, fucking, I would love to meet that guy. Yeah, Billy Corgan. Hey, Fantastic. Billy, if you're listening, hey, I- I'm here. I'm Let's waiting. Know. What's up, Billy? Dude, we've got sandwiches. We've got orange juice and coffee. Apple juice. Oh, apple juice. Apple I'm sorry. juice. I'm sorry. You don't like orange juice? I do like orange juice. It's just now, you know, I'm. Kind of slowing down a little bit, so I had to slow it down with the apple. crushed apple. Wait, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this right there so we don't get the logo. <laughs> yeah, we gotta okay. watch. We gotta, we gotta watch logos. That's right, and uh, we're pretty strict on that around here because we, I've had a little management team that says, okay, stop doing free commercials. <laughs> All so right, there you go. know we've had to really. Watch that down. There it's we like, go. It's like in the movie uh, Repo Man. You know, you he's know. got the generics like yes. sodas. <laughs> have you seen the movie Repo Man with Emilio Estevez? You know, yes, I have. You know, but I've that was a while. And, and you it's know, a when, when I'm traveling and stuff, and because I because I do live internationally and stuff, you know, I I know have a television. You don't have a TV? No. And I, I don't and, watch. And, and the, I, I watch and Netflix. I still, and I still buy everything mm. from the used store. Yeah. All my clothes are all used. Still, I'm, I'm bumping around with Crocs. So you know, I've always, I've always kept you rocking Crocs. Yeah, I rock the Crocs. Dude, I'm gonna get you a pair of Converse, man. <laughs> you need some Chuck Taylors, dude. I'm rocking the Chucks. There you have a size 18 if you got them. Uh, in Japan, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yes. We're, we're gonna take a little break. I'm gonna change the batteries in the camera and just make sure everything's cool and stuff. We got more. Uh, we got more commercials and uh, cool. When we come back, there's come some back. stuff that you want to talk about in yeah. the future and stuff. Yes. All right. Because my All right. questions. I mean, I'm done, dude. That's awesome. You you answered everything. You did an amazing. I, I learned a lot. Bugs. Bugs. Who bugs. Are, who would have thunk? I uh, dude. Okay, I'm gonna get into bugs. It's me. We're gonna get buggy. <laughs> We're gonna bug out. That's it. Let's lit. Bugalicious. <laughs> Let's boogie. Bugaboo. What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got faded experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Fade On. And we're back! 
Bob, I can't believe you gave me Mike Tyson's phone number. Wow. <laughs> I'm calling that guy every day. <laughs> just joking, just joking. He didn't give me his uh, his phone number. He no. gave me his email address. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, we, we really got to watch those rumors because as you no. can imagine, sometimes those rumors, they take it and they go crazy with crazy it. Crazy rumors. <laughs> crazy rumors. We're not starting any rumors here on yes. that bit of Japan. Oh, believe me, I've had enough of those. Yeah, or do you want to talk about one? <laughs> yes. Do you want to talk about one of those yeah. Crazy rumors yes. that spirals out of control yes. and oh. people go berserker and oh. blah 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 tabloids. Oh. I don't. If you want to talk about it, you can. Yes. But. Okay. Let's let's talk about it. now. One thing that I've got to say right off of the bat, um, because it is a court case, I am unable to say the individual's name. That's just because I'm in a defamation suit. That's what the court has asked, and I will respect that. Onigashimasu. Arigatou gozaimasu. That's right. I will respect it. However. It's very confusing, and you will see exactly how confusing it is when we talk about the case. And what we are talking about when we say the case, we are talking about the Bob Sapp defamation of character case against a magazine, the tabloid magazine, Shin Kanbushin. Which is basically like the Inquirer, or the, the Sun. <laughs> it's like that, like, you know, you know, there's like the Inquirer and the Sun that says like UFOs are talking to to John F. Kennedy or something, and they're like, oh, UFOs? Well, wait, you mean aliens? You know, it's just like all this crazy stuff like that. That's, that's what kind of a magazine this is. Thank you. Thank you for some clarification on that, because... It's like Mad Magazine. What, what, what happened was, um, unfortunately, um, my ex-manager had produced some... Uh, my ex-manager, and at that time, living relationship partner... She had produced some photos that said that she was beaten up by me. Um, now, in this age, uh, I have no idea as to why um, the spiel was taken to be so seriously with, well, without anyone looking to say, when, when did this occur? Uh, is this Photoshop? Mm-hmm. And um, and what evidence, or is there a, a police report or a doctor's report or anything that uh, that can substantiate this? Well, of course, that answer is no. There's none of those things that was with there. Um, nobody decided to ask any of those questions, mm-hmm. and they just ran with a story. I was never called to ask my part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 said for evidence that they sent me an email. Okay, and then they said other evidence was an apology letter from Facebook. And that letter read something like, um, I'm sorry, I will stop fight 100%, something like this, and I will marry, something like this. Um, the exact words escape me at this time. However, we can, I'll show you the, the clip and you read it as itself. Well, that got taken by a, a, a wannabe reporter by the name of a Brett Bull who writes the Tokyo Reporter. Brett Bull from the yeah, Tokyo Reporter. From the Tokyo Reporter. So he decides to spin off and write his spiel off onto this. Now, instead of taking the literal translation from this tabloid, which then you would have been able to say, okay, he's taking the literal translation from this tabloid, and then you can actually maybe a legal translation, then you can make a, a then you can decide if it's if it's true or false. That's not what he did. He decided he wrote up all of these things that would have made it seem like, because Brett Bull writes on crime, he made it seem as though I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. I've never was interviewed by any policeman. I never had anybody talk to me. I never had any of this stuff at that time. And so that then was picked up by these wannabes, MMA groups, and 
um, wannabe journalist MMA people, one of which is a guy by the name of Sean Ross Sapp and Bloody Elbow Victor Rodriguez. This guy, Victor Rodriguez, by mm -hmm. the way, he is one of the worst. Mm -hmm. Sean Ross says, Sean, and again, we were, we were, we edited out what Sean Ross had stated, so there was nothing necessarily that I was saying, but we want to stay cool with the courts. Yeah. So Sean Ross states in his in his documentation, in his in his latest update for this, that he received documentation from the ex-manager. He lists her name, and, and actually, you're free to say her name. It's just that I'm un, I'm unfree to say her name. I'm not going to give her well, that respect. Okay, exactly. I'm not going to so, say that name. So, 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 so Sean has, is, says her name and says that, you know, he's received some documentation. So, so see, he is, she, so, so that message of that black mail is coming true. The ironic twist of fate in that is that what was included was some very serious allegations along with that domestic violence that now can get, that can, well, let's just say the police, if they would like to seriously investigate this even seriously further and that these guys believe that it's real news that they reported on, mm -hmm. all of their emails in all of their desktops and all of their laptops will be pulled as a part of that investigation. That includes Busan, that includes uh, Sean Ross's SAP, that includes Victor Rodriguez, MMAs. Everyone who wrote that stuff can will seriously, can seriously be subpoenaed and can get big trouble for doing that. That can happen. So what they did, what, that's one reason why Brett came off and said, listen, I lied, I want to do it, because he never, from what he's saying, he never knew about that blackmail about being implemented in there. I have no idea if it's true or untrue, but this is the reason why he said it and he's taking it down. <laughs> and now all of those guys, everybody is all taking that stuff down. That's why they're taking it down. And the only one that's kind of given like a smaller update of it has been Sean Ross Sapp. Okay. So and he's Sean he's done Ross. he's done an awful he's done an awful job in doing that. Despicable. But but he's but he's done he's done somewhat of an update. So nobody else is giving any updates on it. And the reason being is, but the reason being is that. It's pretty serious, okay? There's another guy where, where, where he says his source, and he's got color photos. Now, the magazine, the photos are black and white. Mm -hmm. Bloody Elbow is sharing color photos mm -hmm. to everyone. So they are sharing documentation somehow. Mm -hmm. But this, the documentation that's being shared... I have no idea if they knew or if they are or whatever. There's some real serious documentation that happens involved children in there that could really get involved to where they get their their, their laptops and things like that pulled whoa, whoa, that's whoa, been whoa. in there. Wait, 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 wait. Children, mm -hmm. what's going on? Yeah, well, you know, they she's decided to say in the United States court law, because I use a four-letter word, one that's, that starts with the letter F and ends with K. We know that one. That well. says that I was engaging in... Um, Intercourse with her younger children. She said that. Yeah. So this this this. Person and so hang on. So then mm. she is. So therefore, the the police are deciding. Well, if you sent these guys documents and staff, and this guy Victor Rodriguez is saying that there's a crime, and we know that there's no um, domestic violence stuff, if they would like to pursue this further and see if there's a crime mm -hmm. upon what she's saying, and she's sharing those photos and videos of that evidence, and that lady is saying that they have evidence, and Sean Ross Sapp is saying that he received documentation and evidence, and Victor Rodriguez is sharing evidence and saying that. Where are they getting this evidence? They want to know what else do they got because they want to believe her, right? So that would mean that everyone's going to get their stuff pulled. These guys, that's one reason why, guys, I'm going to tell everyone, no report on a tabloid. 
Are you joking? That's how, that's how scandals get started. So yeah, they made a scandal. And if you're wondering how can you get a hold of the ex to whatever, well, you got to pay for her services. She's no saying anything because at this current time, from what she has been told and what they are saying, is that she's no the one that broke the law. She can tell a lie. But if you decide to run with the lie and, and do it and take it all up yourself, that now responsibility is on you. Mm-hmm. So that was something that was really foolishly stupid. But again, tabloid, they're kind of thinking that they're, they're in the clear for that. But why these guys picked that up? And who, who reports on a tabloid news? I mean, these guys all reported on a tabloid. Mm-hmm. They actually reported on a tabloid. For a tabloid to actually, for a tabloid, but then again, I mean, they, they publish stuff on UFOs. And yes. Like, but for a tabloid to publish something like this is just despicable in its own run. I mean, come on. I mean, here you are. You're a great guy. You've got an amazing personality. You're a sweetheart of a person. You, you do so many things for children all over the world. I mean, giving tons of fresh water to, like, kids in Africa. You do so much stuff to support, like, humanity. And then for somebody to be like, you know what? I want to make a little bit of money. I'm going to take this guy down. Why would you do that? Yes. What, what, what kind of a human being that does was, something like because that? Because that was in, in relation to, to these guys, these MMA sites, these ones in America. They have no idea. They're really jealous and they start thinking, how can Bob still go around the world, fight, make money, and lose, and still make more money than me in my basement, in, 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 you know what I mean, in, in as I do my little keyboard warrior stuff? Well, the thing is, is what they have no idea is that's what it is when you're international. No, listen, none of these guys, as they say, throw fights. First of all, I'm no promoter, so there's no way I can throw a fight. Only promoters do that. But mm. if we would like to say as far as, um, hello, have you seen, first of all, let's talk about IGF. IGF puts pro wrestling and pro wrestling and MMA on all the time on the same card when they're around, okay? Mm. They call those fights in Japan. Okay, so it, unless you see the contract I'm under, you and I'm no showing them to you, you will never know if I'm broken any kind of contract. So the fact that you guys think that it says MMA, everything has to be MMA on here, that's no how it works overseas. Mm-hmm. So wake up. So stop stop writing that stuff because you know you know have an idea. So they have no idea what they're doing. They just they just go with it. But that's okay with me. As far as entertainment, I don't mind. They can talk about Bob Sapp steroids, Bob Sapp throwing fights, Bob Sapp, you know, fell off the, his bike this morning. That's okay. But when you want to start getting into serious issues, mm-hmm. doing investigative journalism work and all of that stuff, you're going to get yourself bit. When you run around reporting on tabloids, you're going to get yourself in big problems. So now everyone there, they're panicking. Mm-hmm. And, and they should be, okay? Because mm-hmm. it's pretty mm-hmm. scared, okay? Because it's pretty scary. Because they now are implemented in to something very serious that has to do with criminal, criminal activity and abuse of a child. They're very scared. So that's all. They, they don't want, you know, that, okay, you reported this. Let's see what kind of evidence she sent you and, and see if you've got some of this stuff. Let's really investigate because it. Because who knows what's also on their computer. Maybe right. they got bad stuff on their computer. If the cops come or the FBI or whatever comes to their their, their place of work, right. their home, they take the computer. Maybe they got some shit that they shouldn't have on their computer. That's right. Right? So do they do they really want to do in the so they're they're shame, shame, shame. So, and guess what? After all of this stuff, not there's no single one of them. Had have written an apology and say, listen, I'm sorry. I should have never done that. I never knew that that was a, a tabloid newspaper. Dadgummit. You know, you think, what the heck? You think some people would have some decency. Just some decency. I mean, I don't, I don't even know these guys. Okay, they're writing on me. And they're, it, feel free to write. But no, if you're going to write on tabloids, 
and, and report that as fact, then go back through and write all the tabloid news that, that's been written on me. This tabloids. is the only tabloid. This is the only tabloid. And then, but when, when when Brett comes out, mm-hmm. and he does do his retractable, mm-hmm. and he says that you know he says Bob Sapp is doing a lawsuit against the tabloid. Lawsuit against the tabloid for defamation mm-hmm. of character. He does say it's a tabloid, and these people instead of saying you know what that was stupid, we reported on a tabloid. <laughs> tabloid. We're stupid. UFOs, it's aliens. On, it's on Wikipedia and it's a tabloid. But now, again, if you go back through Wikipedia now, and if you look for even the article to be mentioned on Shinkan Bushin, it's mm-hmm. taken down. Mm-hmm. Now, as now you know why it's taken down. Those are some serious implementations, and they don't want to have their 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 um, items pulled either, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to have their 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 desktops pulled either. No. So nobody wants to have that stuff because that message says that they're working to that she's working with it. So how can I have a full summary of documentation, including the 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 I got that lady in the in, in Sean Ross only has one lady on there saying that they have evidence. Yeah. We got that message in Beast on the cover. We got that. Mm-hmm. We got all we got documents and staff. We have everything mm-hmm. outlined and we even have her setting up for a true domestic violence thing. That's why she's so upset at getting into the door. That's why the door's locked. Mm-hmm. She's so mad. She's banging to get in because it's like, I really need to get some evidence. I really need to get the what? video. Yeah. yeah. Why am I gonna let somebody in doing that? Thank God you were there. She and I never there. opened the door. You didn't open the door <laughs> and you have a video of you you're holding a camera yes. and you're videotaping her at your door, the door is shut, and you're on the other side of the door inside your apartment or in, your in hotel, the hotel room. room yep. You're saying, you're saying, uh, go back not, to your kids. Yeah, yeah, you were well, no yeah. invited here. I'm you're gonna drunk. call her tro- troll. Go home. Yes. Troll. You've got kids. Go back. Be with your kids. Yeah. She's like, let me in. She's like the big bad wolf. She's yes. like banging and banging. <laughs> let me in. That's right. Not by the hair of our chin. You know. I mean, dude, that's exactly what it is, dude. Yes. You're, you're like a big pig. It was. Yes. It was. She's it was, a it, wolf. Was a, it was. It was a matter. It was. It was amazing. And you know. And you know, thank God and, you got that on camera. I got it thank on God. camera, and, and we got we've got the guy who who starts a rumor on camera. Okay, he's no reporting; he's spreading rumors. We got that on camera, and we got the, the domestic violence stuff. We got that. We, mm-hmm. we got the, her her banging to get on the room on camera. We got the same email being used for mm-hmm. me being stalked by being imitated, impersonated. Mm-hmm. We got that evidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you've got hypnotism, stalking, and the fact that it's hypnotism. been denied and thrown out of court. So I have no idea how much stuff that somebody has to say this is garbage. That it's going to be garbage. We'll wait and see. The court case comes up again August 12th. August 12th. Let's see how this goes and plays out. And you're suing everybody. I am suing. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> the magazine's gone. Magazine. Um, Brett, Brett Bull is. It, they're all getting. They're all getting their intended to sue letters. They're all getting their. All of those guys have been have have been given those things. They're now it's going further. It, now you would think with the letter of an apology and how serious this is and all of these things, to have that being explained, if they could explain that stuff, maybe that could go a long ways for them. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to do that. So now everybody's going to start looking, and I don't mind it. You know what? I will cooperate fully with all the authorities and all the law enforcement so there's no problem. They can have my phone to come check it out. Mm-hmm. They can check out all the evidence here on my phone for that stuff. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're going to be, I have a feeling that if they start doing that with mine, mm-hmm. you know who they're going to be pulling? Victor's, Bulls, Bushins, Sean Ross, Saps. And these guys don't understand the seriousness that they're in. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, y'all are in some serious stuff. Because cause they're like, well, she reported on you. Listen, she reported on you. She said you guys have it. So look at, the, look, look at what they're faced with. Mm-hmm. If she's a liar, mm-hmm. they reported on a liar. 
Mm-hmm. If she's telling the truth, mm-hmm. then they're in trouble for holding evidence for nine months of some serious uh, child stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Uh, I think I know the answer. Yeah, but do you see, I was faced with that same thing. Mm-hmm. She's banging on the door to get in. I know let her in. Mm-hmm. A domestic violence charge or rap to whatever the story was spun. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if I opened the door? You would have been in so much trouble. So much trouble. Dude, you did the right thing. And you got everything on tape. It, on got tape, on and tape. we got the spread spoon there, spread it, and we got the court system behind it. What the heck? Oh. Yes, so let's see how <laughs> the that would that means that let's see how Boosin actually spins off this to do it. By the way, mm. the evidence that was submitted uh, that we have mm-hmm. that was submitted uh, when they, and they talk about some of these uh, messages, mm-hmm. um, the half of her half of the conversation has been deleted on her phone. So she <laughs> deleted so all these messages between him and her way back in the day. They've all been altered. So I mean, but we don't even need to talk about that because I mean that's just that, that, foolishness. It's just so stupid because I mean after everything that you've already said or whatever that that basically combats how dumb this is. Right. It's 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 crazy. And it's all dumb. I mean, it's just and like it's, somebody's it's, trying to get money out of you. Clearly, you so can somebody see just it. wants to boost her but, career by fucking somebody else but over. You Sorry know about what? That but let me tell you what, Keanu Reeves, he actually has went through a case where there was where he was accused of being um. Uh, hip, he hypnotized the the lady. She said she hypnotized. He hypnotized the court, and that's how he was able to get away with it. Hypnotized so, the so court. This, this, Keanu Reeves so, got so, those skills. Yeah. So 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 the hypnotism stalking and the hypnotism um, stuff is actually real that some celebrities go through. So wait, wait, hold on a second. No, 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 no. You want to join the Patreon? No, 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 no. Join the Got Fit in Japan Patreon. Is it working? Mm, I don't know. Don't you? I feel like giving Let's myself some Let's look at your Patreon money. account after this, maybe. Uh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, we're going to lose the camera. Okay, right. bye-bye. All right, so uh, <clears throat> we just lost the camera. If there's still people watching the video, I think we got 30 seconds left in the video. Uh, go to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, wherever else on the Internet and stuff, and check out the rest of the uh, show. Thank you very much for watching. Peace. Bob Tap Official. Awesome. My Instagram. <clears throat> All right, now we're on the audio. All right. All right. So I mean, so you're gonna sue everybody. You are suing everybody. Yes. And um, yeah. So that's that's some pretty big news. Wow. All right. And, yes. And and I guess every cloud's got some silver lining. Yes. 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 So the the great thing about it is is um, we will be doing some great things. Um, this is kind of uh, blood money. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to make nobody wants to make money off of something. This one. So yeah. we we are the. I am going to be asking um, of the individuals that really, if, if they really have a heartfelt apology and they really would like to be a part of something, if they would like to do some proceeds and do something for the victims, for, for this domestic violence uh, issue, that I have no problem with, with going through and saying, hey, listen, let's go through and let's really aid the issue. If they, if they really feel that that's something that they want to be a part of, that they want to help uh, be a program with, that's mm-hmm. going to do something great, I have no problem with, but let's no use, let's no use exploitation to hurt somebody by doing that, right? Yeah. So they yeah. could have easily said, you know, because listen... You know, all these guys want to say, if you want to help somebody domestic violence, they wanted to act like it was really serious, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff when they put it at the end. Listen, then then let's let's get Bloody Elbow to do a donation for the proceeds that he receives mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let him do that. Let, let, let's let them, let's let those guys come together. Let's let those guys go in, put some money in and say, listen, we're sorry, but we want, we really think it's a serious issue. So let's support it. Let's do something positive from that. Let's no do, let's no do something bad 
from this by just wanting to hurt, take mm -hmm. somebody down. And a lot of them were really making some really uh, cruel comments because a lot of them were, were actually making fun of them and saying, oh, yeah, there's no way Bob could do that because, you know, he, he know when to fight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look, guys. That's the same issue why I know why I say stick to the entertainment stuff. Stick mm. with me in the entertainment. Stop stop putting seriousness stuff to mixing it. Now you guys are doing too far. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. now but that's Americans, you know. The Americans were doing that silly stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, that definitely that started over here in Japan for the tabloid, but that's what tabloids do. They write silly stuff. Those Americans never should have picked up a tabloid. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's stupid. Especially one that they can't read. Right. I mean <laughs> It's in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I live in Japan, and my Japanese is not the best, but still, I mean, if I was reading that, and if I could get, like, at least, like, 60%, I would know not to take that and put it on, well, I mean, with our show, we, we, we make fun of, like, a lot of the news and shit, so, I mean, yes. but, I mean, we don't do what these guys did. That's right. So, that's right. I mean, jeez, man, that's that's insane. All right, so that's bad, but you're going to, you're basically, the beast is going to smash everybody yes. in court, and then... After that, well, so what else is going on that has it with you? I mean, you're telling me you got some fantastic. apps. Yes, well, I'll tell you what. We've got, I'm now, you know, as I just move on. We continue on. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing the, we've got some some bug products that we're doing, that I'm doing. Well, what are the bug yes, products? Yes, bug products, which is just a Spray? protein powder. <laughs> bro, yeah, <laughs> protein powder and cooking with bugs. So that's going to be fantastic. Where I'm also <laughs> involved in the latest craze of CBD and hemp uh, products. So CBD is legal CBD, in Japan the now. The CBD, yeah, CBD is legal in Japan, and I am in, in actually one of the uh, individuals that are bringing over and introducing the American companies of CBD oil and things into these Asia countries. Wait, it's the, American companies because right now yeah. in Japan, all the CBD companies are dominantly most of them are uh, Australian. Australian, and yeah. some of them coming from America. So they have some, some of, of the bases America, in America, okay. and, they, and they have some of them from yeah, but they are coming from some of them also from Australia. And I am actually, uh, we are, we're, we're talks and, and we, we are negotiating with um, one of the people that use one of the largest Australia lines uh, in, in mm -hmm. Japan, which is uh, Healthy Tokyo. Cool. So, so we're, we're talking to them. So that's looking fantastic. There's also a new application, and I will give you more information on that as soon as I get it, which is so new. This is the best thing. It's going to blow your mind. I love apps. Okay, you're going to love it. This is going to blow your mind. This one is, is great. It's something that you're going to love. Your fans are going to love. And it's definitely going to be one of the top, if no the top app, for sure. And, and, I, and I can speak with certainty on that when you see how awesome this is. Can you talk a little great. bit about it? Yeah, it's, it's, okay, so from what I see, from what I understand, okay, this is where, like, you will, you could, you could put your content, uh -huh. and people who say like, that do give your content likes, you will receive a coupon to be used by companies that are international, restaurants and some shops. So you could mm -hmm. imagine going to McDonald's and because somebody saw your uh, video and they liked it and, and you had 500 likes, yeah. that would be equivalent to 500 yen, which would be almost five, I think that's almost five dollars, right? Five, 100 yen is, is a dollar. Close so enough, five, yeah, so, yeah. So it's about five dollars. So you'd get that. So you have five dollars worth of that companies or that application's coin or a cryptocurrency, I want to say, for lack of a better word, or it's a coupon, think of it as a digital coupon, uh -huh. to use at McDonald's. So if that drink was two, 200 and you had 500 guess what? That drink is yours for for, for, for that uh, 200 and then you'd have uh, 300 uh, of those coupons left. So you're saying to me, like, let me get this straight. 
you have a platform, let's say, similar to Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you have like video, you have audio, you got pictures of mm-hmm. cats, dogs, maybe fights, yeah. and and if people, when people like them and they give them a like, like a thumbs up, you're actually financially benefiting from these likes, similar to kind of like loosely similar to like the the platform of uh, YouTube. You that's know? right. That's so, right. But but instead of likes, they're they're using followers. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So so it's, it's, but think about this. The more likes, the more little coupons you get for food. And these these are restaurants and things all around the world. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're at, you can at least be eating and, and doing really great stuff with it. So, you know, I, I already know what I'm doing with this stuff. And even if there's restaurants bugs. that I don't normally go, well, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah, they had the bug <laughs> restaurant on there. I would be there. Dude, I'm, but, I, I want to eat bugs now. Yeah, you know, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll tell you what. Can we yeah. have a bug barbecue? Yes, we can. I would yes, love to have a bug barbecue. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm you, in. You, I'm you, down. Okay, we're we going to put that on there. We, should, we definitely should do it. Cause, <laughs> Dude, cause it's one, awesome. Because the show that we got, we can. you're going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You're going to enjoy. And you already know one of the individuals, so you're going to enjoy how that food style is made with the bugs and it's it's going to be tasty sweet Just, sweet you know, you know you bring the booze though oh i got the booze okay wait you drink no I, I no longer drink i did used to drink a little bit but i don't drink any alcohol because uh the, the alcohol that i used to drink when i was wrestling was bacardi 151 oh no so and that kind of burned a hole in my stomach and giving me a good like little baby almost like ulcer or really bad heartburn down when yeah, I taste yeah. any kind of alcohol so i no longer even yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, mo- I'm mostly dominantly a beer guy, but I mean, I, I like whiskey and shochu, and I'm kind of getting into uh, craft gin at the moment. So okay. Yeah, yeah. We the, the name of the podcast is Got Fitted Japan. Two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. I mean, there's booze involved in most shows. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I mean, we met this morning at nine thirty in the morning, and yes. um, we're still drinking coffee and yes. oh, apple juice. Apple juice. That's right. And we ate almost all those sandwiches. Oh, those were good sandwiches. They were fantastic. Dude, my oh. wife went all on. I was like, Bob Sepp's coming over. We're going to do an interview. She goes, oh, I can make sandwiches. Yes. I was like, oh, nice. She's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool, awesome. huh? I love it. Yeah, love it. dude. Fantastic. Bob, is there anything else you want to promote? Or Oh, uh, well, the best thing to promote, I definitely need everybody to go to <laughs> the official Bob Sap official. So I'm going to send you that little click of yep. that, that screenshot so that they know that it's me. And please help me really get verified. I'm, I'm, I'm now on the crusade to make sure that I'm verified. I was out of the spotlight. It was nothing like a lot of people were reporting, especially in America, uh, Bob's fading, his, his, his popularity is fading. No, matter of fact, up until recently, you can get into any taxi cab and you'd see my commercials playing in the taxi cab. It's true. Dash, okay? It's true. So I, I just was taking a part. I just took a break because I was raising someone else's children. So mm-hmm. I was being a father and I was no concentrating on doing the media stuff and doing all those things. My, you're doing my, the right thing. I was, my things were, yeah, you know, you really had to take care of someone. When you are when you have to take care of children, you really have to do that. So that was what I, what I had to do. So that's what ended up occurring. There was nothing else that they were saying. I still get fight offers. I still get commercial offers. I still got movie offers. There's, you know, there's, that's no slow down. I'm saying, so, man, so. you and Mike Tyson, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. It would be a great movie. <laughs> If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. 
that's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. All right, so Instagram. So the Instagram yes, is... Yes, the Instagram is Bob Sap Official. I'm going to send you, because just, I'm going to send you the screenshot of it. Yep. So everybody can do that, and I'm asking... Please come back through. Give me a uh, follow me. Give me a like. Um, um, so that then, so I can at least get that blue verification ship. If, if once I get the blue verification ship, if you don't want to follow me, cool. But at least do me a favor. Say help me out. So then that will stop all these other people. Because one of the things that was reported was that they said they sent me an email, and because I never responded to the email. Now if they send it to that that Bob Sapp booking at Gmail that was given to them, then obviously I'm not going to receive it. But this magazine or these people said they sent me an email and I never responded. One, they never responded in email, and that's probably if they did since it's a tabloid, it goes straight to the virus or the trash or the spam filter. Yeah. But um, kind of strange because they said they had my Facebook. So you would think, well, they could just, uh, why, how come they don't use this Facebook? Yeah, messaging? why don't they use Messenger? Right. And send me, but... That was a little bit too much common Why don't sense. They call? That was too much common sense. Yeah. That was too much common sense on that. Mm. So that was a little bit foolishness, silliness stuff. And then they wanted to. So, but again, uh, those things, those uh, things have been taken down. Some of the stuff you can still see in in Japan because as they're getting taken down, she's still finding people that can that can help her propagate the rumor. And again, mm -hmm. hey, if you can get it, it's good. She is selling her services. For stories that involve this. So that this is actually to be taken. So in order for them to receive, for these guys to receive their, their innocence or saying, did you send to them or yes or no? Mm -hmm. Well, she's in Japan and they're in America. So their stuff can be pulled mm -hmm. and it can be pulled for a long time until they get that wording. And if she's selling her services mm -hmm. to do that, they can end up never getting their stuff back. Yeah. Yeah, so beware. <laughs> beware. No report on beware. tabloids. And and I think if you're doing this, the fun stuff that you're doing with the, where they're podcasts and you're doing the little MMA writing and entertainment stuff, stick to that. I think it's cool. Stick Thank to that. Thank you. Let's, let's, <laughs> I let's, will. You, you know, let's, let's, let's know, you know, bring in serious allegations. And, and if you want to report on news mm. to whatever, uh, a crime, a uh, criminal news or something, maybe wait till somebody has a police report. Wait mm. till there's, that's reported with the police. Let's wait till something like that. Let's know, do tabloids. Let's stay out of the tabloid stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if you want to get involved in that, and I don't think you're going to be ta getting taken as serious, you know. I, I think that the, you're going to be thrown in that. If you want to say, you know, I think that's what they should do. Then maybe Sean Ross Sapp and Bloody Elbow and those guys should get together and say, listen, we report on tabloids. Mm -hmm. We report on tabloids as if it's true. Tabloids that talk about aliens. Yeah, you know, I mean. And UFOs. Foolish. And, and reptilian <laughs> lizard people. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. Give they, me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. So they love don't, it. don't break yeah. my arm, though. You're <laughs> you are bigger than me. <laughs> Dude. I might break it in your nose. No, don't break my nose. I've already been body slammed by Lady Beard, and that hurt. Oh man, one one man crew did the the whole the, yes. what's it called the wrestle slap yeah, on yeah, your yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that man. I had a handprint on my stomach like I was Superman. Yes, you know, yes. kind of looked like that Superman symbol. It was crazy, man. Anyway, yeah. Bob, thank you so much for being thank on you. the show. I really appreciate it. You're more than welcome to be on the show anytime. And um, cool, man. I wish you all the best. Thank and um, yeah, dude. Beast rules. Yes. Hey, and let's enjoy some bugs.
Bugs. Bug next barbecue. Fucking Bug barbecue coming up next time. Uh, okay, dude. check me out. Bob Sap Official. <laughs> Bob Sap Official Instagram. Only guys you must. Love it. Faders, you know what to do. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. And uh, definitely, please check on our Patreon. We have so much content on the Patreon page. We have... We have videos, we have audio, we have photos, too hot for Facebook. We got tons of stuff there. It only costs you a beer. Buy us a beer every month and you get the keys to the city. And also, come on down to thespiltink.com. That's where all my art is and I love to make art for you. On that note, Faders, we're out of here. We got bugs to eat and uh, I got to get another cup of coffee. You need some orange juice? Or <laughs> apple juice, apple, apple juice. juice, apple juice. All right, Faders, <laughs> see you next time. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.